Hey, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast and probably one of the most important pre-rolls I've ever done so far. Mark your calendars. 14th of April, we are going to host the second edition of the Future Fuel Lab, where we talk about nothing but the future of airline fuel, aircraft fueling and related things. This time with an amazing lineup. We have um, some experts from Cathay Pacific. We have experts from Shell. Um, we have known presentations, so it will be remarkable. Mark your calendars, 14th of April. If you want to re register already, head over to LinkedIn. That's the easiest way to register. Um, just search for Future Fuel Lab and you will find our uh, event site where you can directly um, register and make sure you don't miss that remarkable event. See you on the 14th of April. And now let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 Auto Experience. Um, as always, thanks very much for tuning in, for listening. Uh, it really means a lot to the whole team um, that you're listening to to our ideas, our thoughts, our our tips, tricks, know-how. Um, really means a lot, a uh, lot to us. And since you're since you're listening to that podcast, I'm pretty sure. Um, you're somehow related to, to, to airline, to the airline business, um, most likely um, working for an airline um, since most of the content we are publishing is, is tailored to airline or aviation businesses in general. Um, and in case you're working for an airline, I, I really do hope that um, things are slowly getting better, that you're step-by-step um, -step now restarting your operations and performing more and more flights every day flying to more destinations every day at least this is this is what i get to hear when talking to um colleagues from from many airlines all over the world still the the, the impact of um covid19 of this pandemic situation is still is existent no 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 doubt about it but um at least what as i said what i get to hear that more and more airlines can can see some light at the end of the tunnel um they are operating more and more flights. Passengers are slowly coming back. Um, booking numbers are slowly increasing. And I think this is really good. This is really, really good. Um, and I, I definitely do hope that um, things are getting better now and um, that, that demand is now steadily increasing and you will be able to perform more and more flights with the rising number of, of passengers. Now, um, a lot of airlines I've, I've talked to, um, and of course we discussed the topic of, of airline KPIs, and I, I always tell them, I think, um, and I think I also had, a, had a, an entire podcast um, session about that, also a blog post, if I remember correctly. Did, did we have a blog post? Yeah, yeah, we had a blog post about that. Um, why KPIs in, in this situation are even more important than ever. And I, I quickly want to, to repeat that because um, the thing I would like to talk about today is, is tightly linked to that aspect. Um, this, this whole situation we're, we're currently in, or you as an airline are currently facing, um, 
is a situation none of the airlines has experienced ever before. That, that is for sure. That is absolutely for sure. And in such a situation, I think um, KPIs are a, a instrument, a tool that, that helps airlines to at least have an overview of what is going on, that helps to monitor that situation. And of course, that also helps to manage that situation. Um, on the one hand side, the, the, the KPIs you have been monitoring before, the number of flights, the number of passengers, the on-time performance, the regularity, those KPIs just give an overview about your status. Where are you right now? How are the, the number of passengers compared to a pre-COVID time, the number of flights compared to a pre-COVID time? Um, of course, regularity, punctuality are always KPIs you should look at. And as I also mentioned in some, some previous podcasts, I think airlines right now also need additional KPIs to monitor. Um, the number of parked aircraft, the number of operated aircraft, um, seat load factor again is, is very important now, I think, in order to have an overview of your of your efficiency of your operations, the number of operated uh, routes, the number of um, operated um, destinations. So I think the, the 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 KPIs you have been watching or hopefully monitoring in in a pre-COVID time should now be um, uh, or you you should now add additional KPIs in order to have a comprehensive overview of the entire situation. And as I mentioned, I think, and I'm, I'm highly convinced, actually, it's not just think, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm, I'm totally convinced that only by monitoring, by, by having the overview of relevant KPIs of your operations, also um, of K, uh, KPIs related to uh, this specific pandemic situation, helps you to, to monitor a situation on the one hand side, but also to keep con to keep to, to 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 still be in control of that situation. Of course, the KPIs won't improve the number of passengers, or uh, they, they won't increase the number of passengers. But it, it gives you, as I said, the the comprehensive overview to always know what is going on and to find out the aspects where you have to improve, where you have to change, where you have to to enhance, and so on and so forth. Um, so I think. Compared to, to the, to the post-COVID time, to the post-COVID time, KPIs are getting now even more important to monitor the situation, to still keep control of that situation. But why I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this because I had um, some, some very interesting chats uh, the other days with, with airlines and they, they fully agreed on the aspect that KPIs are now more important than ever. So we fully agree on that aspect. Now, the the conviction, the conviction the, the airline had um, on the contrary is that yes, we would need KPIs, but time is too short now to set up a KPI environment, to set up a KPI solution, to set up the KPIs uh, in detail that help us to monitor the situation. And I I would like to, to to give you some input on that because this this is a conviction which which is actually totally totally wrong um kpis when uh, sorry airlines when they think about a kpi framework and an operational kpi framework or setting up operational real-time kpi they always think this this takes 
months and, and probably years to do that. And, and actually, it's the complete opposite. And I, I will give you one example um, to, to make that very clear. Um, and again, this is not just about our product, the AWOL, um, where you can track KPIs in real time, operational KPIs in real time. This is probably the same with, with other solutions and other products, hopefully. Um, but at least I can tell you from, from, from our product's perspective that um, it isn't the case that it takes weeks, months, and years, but it can be done very quickly. And I will give you one example. We, we had that exercise um, just the, the recent weeks with a um, large Middle East carrier that decided to go for the AWOL, that decided to go for our product in order to monitor real-time operational, real-time KPIs, especially now in that situation, in that restarting operation situation. And from a technical point of view, and this, this is actually the essential, the important aspect, from a technical point of view, it only takes a few days or literally a few hours until everything is set up and the airline can start to monitor the KPIs. In that case, in the, that particular case, um, the, the airline is using um, Sabre Movement Manager's operations control system. And from the, from the time we connected our solution to Movement Manager, and that, that did not really take very long, it was just a question of a few, a few days, just opening firewalls and ports and you, you, you know that stuff, um, just, a, uh, just some administrative stuff. From that point in time, the two systems have been connected. It really only took a few hours on our side to have the entire system for that airline up and running with all the KPIs they, they wanted to have on all devices they wanted to use or they want to use um, the solution on large TV screen in the operations control center, on iPads, on tablets, um, for the managers on iPhones, on Android phones. It only took literally a couple of hours. And, and this is something which is really entirely different to the conviction many airlines have that it takes weeks, months and years. And the result of that conviction that they, the airline think it doesn't make, make sense to start such a project right now, to go for um, real-time KPIs right now in order to monitor that restarting process because it would take too long to set it up and then um, it, it won't help anymore to monitor that restart process. And this really a completely wrong conviction. Um, of course, if you're trying to completely in-house develop a new KPI solution. You probably would be right. That would take months and years until this is up and running. But if you go for a um, for a off-the-shelf product, and I'm not sure how this with, with other products in details, maybe they, they need a few a few days more or a few weeks, but still, but still, I think if you go for an off-the-shelf product, um, again, especially talking about our product, this can be really done within a couple of days or even a couple of hours, always depending on the systems you are using. But if you are using um, some kind of standard systems, um, especially talking about the operations control system, if you're using um, Sabre or, or Netline or Ames, and if you're from, from a passenger point of view, if you're using 
Amadeus Altea, for example, all those, those, those standard airline systems, it can be done so extremely quickly and it, it can be done, um, it can be completed easily um, still on time in order to support you during that restarting process from a technical point of view. From a technical point of view. Um, now, of course, um, some, some airlines ask, okay, technically that, that, that makes sense. You can do that quite quickly. But what about the contractual, the financial thing? That, that always takes years. Um, actually, I, I can tell you um, the contractual, the financial aspects, they, they, they definitely take longer than the technical aspect. This, this is quite funny. Um, we had to, to give you one example. We had one airline, European airline, where we it took us almost two years to discuss contractual aspects, security aspects, financial aspects. It was a long, long period. And once everything has been clarified, again, it only took a few days until the system was up and running. So what we are doing right now is we, we want to accelerate this contractual financial aspect because I think it doesn't make sense right now to start a lengthy discussion which probably lasts several months and um, probably then too late um, and, and the solution won't, uh, won't be able to support the restarting process with the solution. So we are doing and we, we really have very straightforward um, access now, uh, um, approach now, sorry, uh, straightforward approach now. Um, straightforward approach um, in terms of, of security aspect that can be clarified quite quickly. We have some, how to say, some very special, um, a very special setup in terms of financial aspect that makes it easier for airlines to, um, to agree on that because we all know airlines are not in a position right now to spend a lot of money. This, this is for sure. Um, so we have some, um, some approach that, that leaves um, possibilities to the, to the airline um, to um, how to say to to start now but pay later um, to really make it extremely easy um, for for airlines to agree on that and not spend a lot of time weeks and months um, with a, with those contractual discussions. So and based on those two aspects, a straightforward contractual approach that makes it easy to um, to finalize to agree on a contract within a couple of weeks, and on the other side a technical approach that allows to set up this whole system from a technical point of view within a few days, probably hours. I always have to, to repeat that, probably hours. If you're, if you're using operating standard IT system, we are talking about hours from the point we're receiving the first byte, the first piece of data until um, the solution is up and running. We're talking about hours. And I think this this the crazy thing, the 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 incredible thing, um, that that this can be done so super quickly right now, and therefore, or based on on, on those aspects, um, I think airlines really have to think twice if they not if they're not um, decide to go into the direction, um, set up a real time operational KPI, real time solution. Because I really think the, the, the benefits are so massive during the upcoming weeks and months um, to monitor, to um, manage this whole restarting process. And um, so they, they, they should really um, overthink um, if it doesn't make sense to, to go for, us, for such a solution. And, and again, it is not only about our solution. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy if an airline decides to go for our solution. I'm 
um, convinced that we are offering the, the best solution when it comes to operational real-time um, KPIs, monitoring, situational awareness. Um, but there are other solutions out there too. Um, and regardless uh, of the solution airline decides to go for, I think any solution that provides real-time KPI, that provides an holistic overview of the operations will help airlines during the next week and month. And so, um, as I said, airlines um, should throw away the conviction that it takes months and years and really um, have, uh, have, a, have a close eye on the market, um, select potential products um, that, that, that offer this, um, those benefits and, and should uh, have a chat with um, potential providers that are able to deliver such a solution in a reasonable um, timeframe, as I said, talking about a few weeks, days, or even hours. Um, Keep that in mind. Um, well, kind of a marketing session today, no about that, but I still think, um, as I said, um, regardless of our product, airlines should really think about um, going for such a solution. It it definitely will help them during the next weeks and months um, and probably will be one of the most important instruments and tools um, they can rely on during the next week and months. Uh, okay. Hope this, as always, provided some value. Um, hope I could... Um, help you to get rid of some convictions um, that are wrong, if you had that conviction. And um, as always, would love to welcome you again in um, tomorrow's episode. Until um, then, have an amazing day. Cheers and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.